Welcome to Lessons from a Podcaster, a show where we interview podcasters from all around the world and ask them to share their tips, insights, stories, and everything you need to know to grow your own podcast. This show is brought to you by PodSqueeze, the essential tool for any podcaster that wants to take their show to the next level. Let's get started with our host, Tiago. Hello, Peter. Welcome to the show. Hi there, Tiago. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Let's start with our pitch challenge. Try to introduce your podcast in about 30 seconds. Let's say someone approaches you in an elevator or in a party and they yeah. ask you about your podcast. What do you say? Okay, sure. So my podcast is a Hungarian language movie podcast for movie enthusiasts where we review or analyze classic movies from Hollywood to, to Japan, everywhere in the world. Uh, we spend one or two hours criticizing, analyzing each movie. Um, and we go into the depths of what cameras, what lenses are used, what was the technique that the wow. director uh, chose for for an important scene. We go through um, filmographies of famous uh, directors like Martin Scorsese or Wang Kar Wai. Uh, so that's that's my pitch. This is really really cool. Do you have a movie background? Uh, do, do you study that? Like, wh where does the the interest come from yeah that's that's the thing that, that none of us have a uh, movie background here uh i, I have a co-host uh we are doing this podcast um, uh to uh, with, uh, with, i'm doing it for another guy we are a two mm -hmm. uh host podcast none of us have a movie uh background none of us went to learn uh move uh, about movies in a school right and that's basically our that's part of our pitch that that we are exploring and and discovering uh, movie making through this podcast and our uh, initial pitch was to um, cover our blind spots because mm. we have so many so many classic movies that we haven't seen that we want to go through them week by week uh, and we want to learn why they are classics what's what makes them a classic and and we try to be fans of each movie that we uh, analyze so that's why our podcast is named Vakvolt, which is in which hungary in hungarian means blind spot so our podcast basically means blind spot podcast where we where right. we cover our blind spots well that's it's really cool i think uh, podcasting is always a great excuse to learn something new Yes, that's exactly that. right. <laughs> that, that's exactly right. That's that's uh, that's how I uh, approach it as well. Mm -hmm. Do you remember your first episode? Uh, you started in two thousand sixteen. Two thousand sixteen. Yeah, it was eight years ago. Do you still remember <laughs> how it like how it felt to release your first? episode to the world oh it was really sweaty in terms of creating the podcast which was uh yeah it was kind of forced it was not that natural as it is uh today or nowadays and releasing it was uh, you know i i never tried to set up too high expectations so that was not the challenging part releasing it to the wild into the wild was not really challenging for us i was like well if it finds an audience cool if it doesn't Maybe we are just doing it for 30 people, uh, but those 30 people will really appreciate it, and I will, I will be satis satisfied with that yeah. as well. So I, I didn't really have set up too high expectations uh, in terms of releasing the podcast. 
Do you remember how many listeners you had in your first 10 episodes? Yeah, it was like 100 people. <laughs> 100 people? Yeah, something like that. That's still not bad. That's good. It's a good start. How many <laughs> listeners do you have now? Now it's about 800 uh, an, on average, but uh, I, I think it it, uh, um, it goes even higher than that. It's it's like 900 or 1,000. You know, our, our most uh, listened to episodes are like top lists and here and uh, summary shows where we covered entire year. So those those are listened to about uh, 1,600 people even. But, you know, our audience is limited to Hungarian-speaking movie lovers. So it's a niche podcast, I admit, but I'm, I'm, I'm satisfied with our numbers. No, those numbers are amazing. And this just proves that in podcasting, you need to go niche. And yeah, I, I, I agree. You decided to go with Hungarian language, your langu language, instead of going for the mainstream English. So congrats on that. Yeah, actually, this kind of podcast that we do, our our pitch, our premise is, I think it's covered by a lot of uh, English-speaking podcasts. So mm. there, there's not really any uh, place for us uh, in that market. In Hungarian, we don't have really, we don't really have a competition uh, in terms of covering classic movies and i agree that, that going for the niche works for us i mean we are probably never going to have advertisers on our show but we do have a lot of supporters on patreon and other uh, wow. places as well so that really works that out amazing. for us that is amazing how much how much can you uh, i know this is not your full occupation but you can monetize it a little bit how yes. much money yes. do you make from all these supporters it's not enough to make a living at all, but you know it can help in a in a tough when we have a yeah, when I or my co-host have a tougher month, right. uh, then that can help a little bit, little bit. But what we usually do is we just use the money to buy equipment uh, or uh, subscribe to something like Zencaster or another tool right. like PodSqueeze, mm -hmm. and also uh -huh. sometimes we organize uh, fan events using that wow. money. It's really fun. Okay, let, let's. Uh, that's a great bridge to our next question, which is: What is your tech stack? What do you use to go from idea to production? Yeah, from idea to production, uh, I, I use Notion to keep notes. So what I do okay. is that you know I watch the movie, and I try to take notes uh, during watching the movie. That's what I use as the basis for. Um, moderating the podcast you know sometimes we have guests and i i need to be the arbiter or the moderator of the whole thing right. uh, so i i use my notes uh, to to go topic by topic and for recording the podcast uh we use zencaster we don't really use something to schedule the event because we just use messenger for each of our hosts or no each of our guests so we right. don't really have to really uh, pay too much attention to or to 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 organizing to to scheduling an event like this uh, like like a recording a podcast but mm -hmm. we send out the zencaster link we use uh, Zencaster to record, and I, I personally use Zencaster to post produce the episode as well, because okay. I do not really have you know any uh, knowledge of uh, producing uh, audio. But usually, my co-host does the post production, and he prefers to use his own software. I think uh, I can't remember the name of that software, but it's it's a, one of the most uh, popular DAWs. 
um, mm-hmm. for producing yeah, podcasts. Probably Logic Pro or something around there. Uh, it's some, some, it some starts with an R. I can't remember its name, but okay. the letter R. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Sorry, maybe I'll, I'll remember it later. So we use that for post production, and then we upload the uh, the final audio to Libsyn, which is our audio host. Okay. It's not one of the cooler, newer hosts, host platforms, but I really appreciate the analytics and I really appreciate that I can automate a lot of stuff because uh, okay. uh, they they publish to YouTube as well. I just have oh, to upload a, yeah, I just have to upload a 16 by 9 image to Libsyn and they use that to generate the video and that's done. So I don't have to use it another third party tool for that at least. So we, we do use uh, YouTube uh, and Spotify too. And what else is in our tech stack? I use uh, PodSqueeze to you know analyze the audio. So at, at the same time, when, when I upload to Libsyn, usually I upload to PodSqueeze as well. So I, I'm, not, I'm not waiting for PodSqueeze to, to uh, you know, catch the audio from our RSS feed. I, I just yes. directly upload it to mm-hmm. PodSqueeze. And that way, by the time I finish post-production, I'm finished uh, posting everywhere. Uh, Pasquiz finishes the uh, analyzation of the audio and I can use that to create Instagram uh, shorts or Instagram posts um, and stuff like that. Mm. Right. Do you use the, the video clip feature or uh, you just use the posts that were that are suggested by Podsqueeze? Uh, sometimes I use the posts uh, suggested by Podsqueeze. Sometimes I use the quotes to create my own uh, videos okay. and yeah uh, I started to rely on the video clips generated by Pasquiz lately but you know it's our language is Hungarian I I yes. have I have experience with uh, AI uh, text uh, and an, an, an analyzing text using AI and some, some, it looks like it has a hard time really figuring out what's an where the topic starts, where it ends, what right. are the important parts of the text. It does a great job at, at figuring out uh, uh, what, what sounds important, but sometimes the end and the start of the clip is not really right, so I have to tweak it, I have to do it myself. So yeah, right. actually, part of my tech stack is using FFmpeg uh, <laughs> yeah. and and uh, some other... The library, the library for... Uh... Uh, JavaScript and the yeah uh, JavaScript library and using OpenAI sometimes to create the transcript. Uh, I use also I use Figma to create the uh, images for you know right. our social uh, networks uh, or just create posts for Instagram. Uh, what else is in my tech stack? I have lots of lots of, lots of stuff in my tech stack. That's I a very extensive th- tech stack. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. I, I love that. Uh, <laughs> even though I know that it's the it's not perfect and Postgres might work better for language like English. Uh, I love the fact that we also have users yes. speaking in your game. Yeah. It also works. That is it, really I, cool. I, I, I consider it like an investment because I know this thing will improve. Uh, right. and it's not going to yes. improve in 10 years, but it's going to improve in 10 days probably because yes. AI is yeah. developing so fast. So I, I have uh, high hopes for that. Yeah. I lo- thank you so much for sharing your uh, tech stack with us. I think it's really good. Uh, it's very extensive. We can see that you put a lot of work into this. Yeah. <laughs> and you probably produced already great episodes. Do you know or do you remember which one is the most memorable episode? Tell us a juicy story about uh, one of your episodes, something funny, okay. something sad. <laughs> Tell us all about it. I don't really have that uh, fascinating, any uh, uh, so fascinating stories, but yeah. Uh, 
we do a yearly um, podcast around the Oscar season where we right. create our own awards show, which is, you know, just a fictional award show where we create our own nominees and, and, and give out our own uh, awards. Oh, that's fun. And, and it matches the uh, Oscar show um, in terms of categories and stuff like that. Wow. And we have uh, a guest host for that as well. So it's a three people show. Uh, it's, it's it's similar to um, for audiences who speak English. One of the most popular English speaking movie podcast is Blank Check. So we basically copied that um, their their similar episode. <laughs> and yeah, one uh, that this that is also our most popular episode year uh, on a yearly basis. But um, one year, uh, yeah, we we both of, of, all three of us have our own style and our our own uh, you know like recurring uh, t uh, bits and stuff like that. Right, and one of, jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Little and, private jokes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, yeah, and and my go-to joke is that I sometimes I add a fifth unhinged nominee something that nobody expects something that's really really just insane and uh, uh two years ago uh for the best supporting actor category i, I listed like four absolutely and undeniable uh, great supporting actors and for the fifth one i just said kenneth branagh from tenet and 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 our, and our part and, and our co-hosts uh lost their minds because <laughs> that 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 performance is insane <laughs> yeah. and that that that's one of the moments in our podcast that our fans also go back re-listen re and just uh, re yeah. you know mention it for us time to time that that was one of the most unhinged moments in our podcast do you get a lot of feedback from your fans yeah that that's something that i really had to curate and i had to you know uh pay attention to that a lot so we created a facebook group okay. uh, where our most dedicated fans are really active i try to keep them engaged by creating polls uh, asking questions on a weekly basis and and it engages our uh, listeners a lot and yes we do get feedback for each episode in terms of facebook comments uh, and also in-person feedback a lot uh, a lot of the time there's, so there's a lot of work that you put into curating your your community, right? Yes, what I are think the, that's a really important thing. What are the techniques and the ideas? So you you post regularly. Do you connect with them one on one? What advice would you give for someone that is also starting their uh, pot, you know, community around their yeah. podcast? Yeah, I think the most important part is putting in the work. <laughs> you really, really have to do that. And you have to create, if you don't really uh, use social media that much, you have to figure out your own online personality, a friendly presence that you can uh, gather people around. You have to figure out what's the voice of your podcast. Uh, when, right. you, when you post to Facebook or, or X or threads or yeah. wherever or instagram you have to use a consistent language you have to you know use the same tone for each post and facebook groups or whatever channel is your preferred channel it could be your whatsapp or or, or whatever group or uh, that you prefer um telegram some people use telegram groups uh to 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 collect their fans into a group uh, or Discord servers, which is also really popular for a lot of yeah. podcasts. Mm, you should you should pay attention. You should you should um, you should 
go ahead and create that, create that group or Discord server or whatever yourself. And you should make sure that the community remains active. So you know you shouldn't just post your weekly episode or whatever uh, and you know keep them updated that way. You should create posts that relate to your podcast, but you know are actually not produced by you. So I, I what I do as a movie podcast, I sometimes. Uh, uh, post a little behind-the-scenes image from an old movie featuring okay. you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger or something like that. A cool image where people uh, create an alien for the alien movie or something like that. Uh, so you should do that on a daily or, or uh, some somewhat regular basis. Um, you should ask questions. You know are, what what I do in Facebook like surveys and surveys. So yeah, what I do in, on Facebook is that I added some automation and. Each week, I ask my uh, uh, members uh, what movies have they watched that week, and actually, they post a lot of really, really lengthy oh, I comments. Can yeah, mm. and uh, we also do a yearly game where we, um, you know, it's like a March Madness, like in uh, I think it's uh, it's part of basketball. I, I'm not sure, maybe baseball. So we we, we uh, do a similar bracket uh, using movies and our, our fans have to uh, vote uh, every day and at the end of the month at the end of March uh, there's a winner and then we watch that movie that won uh, and we have we create an actual in-person event they have to buy tickets uh, and oh, wow. um, I and love the energy that you put into curating your community that that's a lot of work but it's really success you think this is part of the success behind your podcast or do you have any other tips for someone that is growing their podcast like how to grow a movie uh, review podcast yeah uh, i think uh, you don't re you don't necessarily have to put all that energy into creating a podcast because what my experience is that 80% of your listeners are going to be passive anyway. I mean, I listen to like 100 podcasts and I'm passive for 99 of them. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I'm an active fan of only one or two, which means I, I'm by active fan. I mean, I go to Reddit and post in that subreddit for that podcast right. or, or comment on a Facebook post and I add feedback to that host. So so I'm I'm really just active for one or two podcasts and that's, totally fine you don't have to expect that your listeners will like your facebook page that you're that they are going to join your facebook group you don't have to put too high expectations around that but once you commit to creating a community um, that really 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 helps uh, uh, creating dedicated loyal listeners because you yes. can listen to their feedback sometimes we actually invite some of our most uh, um, engaged listeners to an episode they can pitch a oh, movie wow. uh, that we select and they and we cover that as an episode uh so yeah um, it really got can pay off because you, you can organize in-person events you won't make too much money uh, from that but you can yeah. actually make some money you can actually do live recordings which can also be a great uh, way to engage with your listeners but first you have to create an, uh, an engaged core audience yeah and that's that's also the beauty of creating a podcast in your own language for people from your own country it's so much easier for you to organize these events whereas if you do a podcast in english your at least for my own podcast my mm -hmm. listeners are scattered all around the world so it's, yeah. it's much harder to organize uh event at least an event in, in 
real life. Or that is true. So I think this is great. And uh, thank you so much, Peter, for sharing all of your knowledge. I think you inspired a lot of uh, starting podcasters. So, Peter, if you could only give one advice to a podcaster that is just starting, also in the movie area, uh -huh. or starting with their own language, uh -huh. what would that advice be? It's hard to keep it to one uh, advice, but let me let me try. Uh, so if you're considering doing a podcast, you don't have to, you know, be intimidated by the uh, money aspect of it. You don't have to pay for an expensive microphone. You don't have to pay for an expensive laptop. You don't have to pay for a lot of services to host your podcast. You can find a lot of lot of tools online that have free tiers so you can host your podcast for free and you can use your built-in microphone in your laptop you should probably use a laptop instead of your phone but that that's already a, a good beginning and you can use online tools to create a post-production for free as well eventually you will probably have to pay for some of this stuff and you will probably want to invest in a greater microphone but as a start it's going to be great if your content is good the audience will not care about that and in terms of content what you should focus on is being consistent consistent in terms of schedule you should you know get, uh, produce an episode on a regular basis your episode should be similar in terms of length uh, and you should probably focus on you know mentioning all your social media presence in your in your episodes uh, you should try and mention them in the first part uh, of your episode because most people don't listen to a long podcast <laughs> and you should mention your uh, and eventually you can create a patreon uh, something like that and you can also keep repeating that frequently in your podcast and that will help bring or create an audience that is great advice and i love the fact that you just mentioned and reiterate that there's no need to spend a lot of money. There's a lot of free, amazing tools. And now with AI, especially, you can do so many things so fast. So that's, that's so great true. advice. So true. Great, Pete. Where can we, where can we find you? Like, just share your socials. Uh, again, uh, the name of your podcast. Where can we find you? Of course. I'm um, on a lot of social media platforms. I use the username Freevo, F-R-E-E-V-O. I'm on x or twitter i'm on threads i'm on instagram uh, and my podcast is vokfoltpodcast.hu or and this is in hungarian but you know right. vokfoltpodcast.hu uh, if you want to look it up just you know look up one of my social media profiles and you will find the link uh, in my profile to my podcast um, or you can just google my name and that will also uh, you know yeah turn up my podcast as well amazing i will link all of these in the show thank notes you. of this episode and thank you very much peter for sharing your knowledge with thank us. you for the invite this podcast is brought to you by pod squeeze an essential tool for podcasters that creates show notes timestamps, clips and more Visit podsqueeze.com and use the code PODCASTER for 20% discount in the first three months. We release a new episode every Tuesday and Thursday. See you in the next episode of Lessons from a Podcaster.